Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. and welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And this is the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. It's just me and Max it's, today. It's just the two of us. And just that's us, cool. us together again. Um so we are in season 2 and we're nearly done with the first disc. <laughs> A lot more episodes in this one uh than there were in the first season. And man is it hard to get through on. Boy let me tell you, they really front-loaded this one with some difficult material Ugh. to get through. So, we, we're we coming right off the La Purissima ma- uh, mission episode onto one, and as soon as I say the name of this episode, y'all are going to know exactly what I mean. The Magnolia Lane Plantation in N- Nagadish, Louisiana. So, right off the bat, you kind of know what exactly they're going to have trouble with in this and, one. And we were proven right. Yeah. Uh, we were proven right by the fucking intro, which has Zach yelling, do a voodoo curse on me. Like, that's the first thing you hear when you boot this episode up. It's so painful <laughs> to watch even the intro, and this whole episode was so exhausting to get through. So, let's just, like, go on record right here in the beginning. Um... This is going to be a really insensitive episode. This is going to be super, super, super insensitive. Like, not only... Disrespectful, uh, not focusing on the things that are the most important, mm-hmm. or, yeah, it's just ridiculous. More than a little bit whitewashy. Um, <laughs> More than a little bit. Also, like, uh... clearly made by people who don't really have an understanding of voodoo beyond the sort of, like media cultural image yeah like voodoo dolls and shit like that's what they understand about voodoo not that like it's a it's it's a much richer faith than that and they didn't like it 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 appears to us that they don't have like absolutely no background as to what is involved in the religion and really all it would have taken would be like zach or nick or aaron going we don't really know anything about this religion well, they or, okay. or doing some fucking research. We'll, they could have we'll done get, some fucking research. We'll get to um, uh, a anthropologist that they interview, oh, yeah. okay. who they clearly cut off, who probably did a lot of really good explanations as to what exactly is involved in the religion of voodoo, which is kind of infuriating. But anyway, um, we're gonna start at the beginning. So Zach has a lot of. The first thing I noted here is that Zach has trouble with French. <laughs> Uh, while they're meeting with yet another park ranger. A lot of park rangers in this season. Yeah, and I'm surprised that these park rangers want to be on this show. <laughs> I think this dude had the most believably park ranger reaction to the boys out of anybody. We, yeah. can, we can talk about that in a second. It's not because he's pretty friendly with them at first. His name is Dusty, and he seems pretty knowledgeable about the, the place. Um, we learned about the components of this plantation, which did have a lot of slavery. Um, 
It was a cotton plantation. Ooh. Um, it had many different buildings, like a general store, a blacksmith shop, a pigeon house tower. And then there were the slave quarters, including a slave hospital, which I believe, according to what they were saying, doubled as an animal hospital yeah, as so, well. So what I'm hearing which here... Which says a lot. Yeah, what I'm hearing here is that they got a vet to work on these slaves, which is horrifying and the beyond place, belief. The place is the size of... The room we are in right now is bigger than the slave hospital was, I think. Yeah. It's about this size or maybe a little bit smaller. It was... Uh, rectangular in shape, so it was elongated, and it was really small. It was just unbelievably tiny. Like, it, it seemed like a room in a hospital, not like the whole hospital. But don't you worry, this episode does not focus on the, um, the atrocities done to the slaves. It focuses more on the voodoo. And on the, uh, on the story of the, quote, overseer, quote, what a hell of a they euphemism. They just recart, like, they didn't even, like, there's, like, no flinching whatsoever as to what these white folk were doing. Like, yeah. Like, the, the malicious crap that they did. Yeah. It's just, you know, they, they speak about them as if they're just, like, a normal person, you know. And I know that that was, quote, normal for the time in the South. Well, in America in general, but. Normal doesn't mean good. It's or just, acceptable. They never ever really go into in in detail or show great concern for what actually happened well, uh, here. <laughs> They're just obsessed with all this like voodoo crap and it's, it's really gross. Th it's just that the issue of slavery is handled um with about as much novelty and sensitivity as like like it's just an old place that's haunted. You know what I mean? Like it's just a haunted place where some people died and not Mm -hmm. Like a place where one of the worst things in American history happened. Yeah. Um. So Zach and Dusty go through the 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 death register, which is bleak as hell because it just lists stuff like this slave became sick. Now they are dead. Like they never, not really going into any detail about what was done for these for these people. Of they course, never interview the 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 current day relative. Like, what did your ancestor do to these people? Like. How do you feel about that? What, is it, what does it mean to you? Why do you still want to live here? That kind of, those kind of questions that I feel like would be very pertinent. And fucking good TV, honestly. Yeah. Holding, somebody's, holding an old lady's feet to the fire about the sins of her grandparents? I think that'd be great television, but whatever. Um, so they go uh, into a tour of the home, and we get this story uh, from the, the woman who currently lives in this home, who is a descendant of the original owners. Who never talks about the atrocities done there. Ne never talks about it. The, well, the, she does talk about how Union soldiers came here to try and burn the place down. And mm. when the, quote, overseer, unquote, slave master walks out to try and protest about the burning it down, they shot him on sight. Good. Frankly, if I was a Union soldier, I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. Because. It's basically like uh, shooting a Nazi. So they're touring the home and there's tons of kitsch all over the place. Just very like. Very, like, plantation-y shit all over the place, like paintings, beautiful Renaissance paintings of the owners. and um, Chandelier at, inside the mansion. At one point, they show a stuffed hawk, and they play the sound effect of a red-tailed hawk screech. Can't <laughs> make this up. That's that. extremely real. <sighs> so the lady who lives here now takes them down into the basement, 
and this is so grim. Oh, like there it's are so disgusting. Actual ankle shackles on the ground. Didn't she say it used to be on the porch? Yeah. So and they just kind of recently put it in the basement. Yeah, yeah. That goes to show they're like they're just trying to hide it. They don't want they don't want it to be out in the open. They're kind of sweeping it under the rug. It's just like a as bit. if you lived in a concentration camp, a death camp. And then you had like all the gas gauges moved. And so it's just like, oh yeah, we moved it downstairs. Like where are do you have no reaction to the what these did? Like what these were for? What like oh it's just really gross. It's it really grated on me the whole time we were watching it because it's just like watching it felt like watching people who don't know the, about it you know what i mean like it felt like some it, it, it they handled it with with the sensitivity of people whose only experience was what they learned in school see this and is, then never really thought about it beyond that this is where that whole you know confederate monument crap like that is part of their history do you realize what is a part of your history so the next thing that happens is to is that zach tries to corroborate some of these wild ass voodoo like suppositions he's making with the park ranger dusty and dusty's this is where dusty decides he's not having it Mm -hmm. i noticed because zach what zach says is that a lot of the park rangers tend to seem withholding around them oh it's because he asks about all the black exes that have been plexiglass over um the park ranger says that it's um preserving historic graffiti which i'm sure that's exactly what it is. Yeah, and um, it, it could indeed be related to voodoo practices. But, but... but this is a man who works for the government and mm-hmm. probably doesn't want to corroborate unsubstantiatable claims, you mm-hmm. know? Like, he's probably just like... Because Zach's just in this for the voodoo. He doesn't yeah. care about anything else, really. Oh, as soon as he heard there was voodoo stuff going on, he was, he was immediately all in. Um, but yeah, uh, Dusty the Park Ranger, he just doesn't want to talk about it. You can tell he's kind of tired of this dude. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's Zach Bagans. It's Zach Bagans. How long could you talk to this guy without getting just fucking exhausted? Especially early Zach, when he's just really over-the-top mm-hmm. gregarious with everybody. And so it cuts to an interview with Rolanda, who's an anthropologist. But she's a person of color, and um, uh, Zach asks her about voodoo and and potentially being on the plantation and um and he just really wants some dirty gossip about he the wants voodoo to hear, and he and wants he, to hear yes there was voodoo here they did rituals they did black magic and on she explains that the the um the black x um is 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 sometimes used as a symbol as a like a, a call for help or assistance from um, some sort of spirits. Um, and Zach wants her to just, you know, dish all this dirt. And you can tell that she's not having it either. And it look, it appears as if she's going to go off talking about how voodoo is uh, misunderstood. It's a misunderstood religion. And it just, the, the video Camera footage, cuts it cuts her off it right her off. when she's starting. It's just like, come on. Like, like almost in the middle of a sentence, it cuts her off. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And... But- I mean, I'm sure there's some pretty interesting stuff on the cutting room floor from yeah. this interview because she's an academic. And yeah. like, so this is the, the thing that I find funny is that the two types of people that Zach gets most impatient with are academics 
and skeptics. authority figures. Yeah, and skeptics. He gets really impatient with anybody who's not fully sold on ghosts. Who's not on the level that he's at. Um, Can and- I say real quickly that before they talk to the anthropologist, Zach decides that he knows more than Dusty, that, that he's more well-versed in this. Mm-hmm. And he decides that these uh, Black X Marsha voodoo. Well, and Rolanda... No, but this gives- is before Rolanda. Oh, okay. This is before they even talk to Rolanda. Zach decides that the Black X Marsha voodoo and then does a quick Google search to satisfy his confirmation yeah. bias. And it's just really cringy. I, I really wish, I don't know, it's just like, so we did a little research on Voodoo ourselves. Um, not super in-depth, but just the little bit that we Probably did. Probably more than Zach. <laughs> the little bit that we did, uh, we found out that Voodoo is, uh, the tradi- traditions and the faith go back uh, to Africa. Um, and it was brought over um, with the slave trade and um you know but you gotta you gotta realize Um, that a lot of these folks that were brought over in the slave trade um and then and then the the children that came after them the next generations after that mm -hmm. a lot of those generations didn't know where their parents were from or have any semblance of of cultural knowledge Mm -hmm. about you know what their culture was before they were like fucking kidnapped well, because their identity was basically ripped from yeah, their, their families. Their identity was just totally stripped away from them. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the stuff about voodoo was probably like a like kind of a melting pot religion. Well, it actually was. Um, so uh, um, a lot of voodoo was actually, especially Louisiana voodoo, um, was actually kind of blended with Catholicism. Wow. So uh, it turns out that uh, voodoo is blended with catholicism um there's references to jesus um uh there's some blending with spirits and uh goddesses and saints um and so and and there's a lot of like um the the only there's the only stereotypical voodoo stuff um that people just grab and 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 blow up as this like evil satanic type crap um is that they use charms sometimes and that they do uh use uh poisons and sometimes ask for harm on other people but i mean there are other faiths that are like that too it's not um uh, specifically I mean, for voodoo and nothing else. Fucking crusaders um, used to ask Jesus to help them strike down their foes. Yeah, it's good not point. that different. Like yeah. war, war in God's name. This is like the the what is so shitty about this is that this is interesting. This is like really cool to learn mm-hmm. about these things, and Zach had no interest in actually learning about it. Yeah, outside of getting whatever he needed to get for his ghost show, which is just super disappointing. And also, um, some context, please. Uh, yeah. These were people who were enslaved and beaten and murdered and forced labor. Um, treated... Every time they called them workers, I wanted to be oh, like, hey, God. guys, yeah, hey, it was awful. you know what's up, right? Like, come on. Um, so, yeah, they might be a little pissed off at their owners. Or, well, and, well at, the, at the men and women the... who believed that they owned yeah. these people. Yeah. So next we meet a guy called Dr. Ken Brown from University of Los Angeles, uh, not Los Angeles, <laughs> Louisiana. And uh, he's been working on a dig in one of the slave cabins. And he's another guy who clearly doesn't believe in any of this shit, but is humoring Zach. Mm-hmm. Because when Zach asks him point blank, he says he doesn't believe it, but his students do. <laughs> Which I feel like is kind of a good burn from an academic. Yeah. Well, my undergrads kind of think that's interesting. Oops. Shit. Whoopsie. Stop the thing. Um. So Zach wants to 
So they're, they're digging some stuff up, and uh, Dr. Ken shows them around some of the stuff he's found on the dig. And the, the thing they spend the most time on is this small bottle that Dr. Ken Brown has found. And he, he relates to them the story. And, and since he's an, since he's a, a, an anthropologist, I, I will give him some credit here and, uh, and maybe believe this. He said that the bottle is a charm that was used to sort of steal luck from people so that you could beat them in gambling. And Zach, who's a very superstitious man, gets very scared of the bottle because he's from Vegas. And he doesn't want to get his luck stolen for when he goes to the poker table. It's just, it's just all it's around just, really gross. It's just such a bit, right? Like, we're doing this funny bit in this place where Horrible slaves lived, my dude. Yeah. Um, so, also while we're in here, we hear the legend of a woman named Aunt Agnes. Uh, uh, she apparently lived to 120 years old. Pretty wild. So, Ken tells us about some, some hijinks that ensued while they were doing their dig. Um, one of which is a line of yellow powder they found, apparently. And also, like, some artifacts being moved around after they were dug out. Mm -hmm. Now, um, powder is a part of the voodoo tradition. Powder that um, are supposed to have some sort of power. Uh, they also found a miraculous medal. This is really cool. Um, yeah. Uh, so, it was a Catholic necklace uh, with the Virgin Mary on it, except that the, the face of the Virgin Mary had been changed to... Um, the goddess Urzuli, which Urzuli? is yeah. which is a um, a voodoo uh, uh, being. So that's interesting, and I didn't make this connection at first. But you mentioned earlier in the episode that that voodoo kind of blended with Catholicism. Mm -hmm. So that's a pretty cool mm -hmm. sort of cultural blending going on there, where they're taking this Catholic iconography and reforming it to mm -hmm. voodoo iconography. This is like this history is awesome. Yeah, which makes it so sad that Zach and the boys take such a shallow skim of the history. Mm -hmm. Oh, and of course, because because they're in New Orleans, the next thing they do is go to a gumbo restaurant. Oh, uh, yeah. Guys! And then they accost the staff. They don't interview the people of color. They only interview the white people. Of course. Um, and they spend a really long time at they this spend place. a really it's, long time. It's like five minutes of the episode. Zach makes a big deal out of, of himself um, uh, dumping live crate. Crawfish, crayfish, crawfish, crawfish this is, into boiling water. This is some symbology that you cannot fucking write. Like this is such <laughs> perfect symbolism. And the guy they talked to about voodoo. So here's the thing: they spoke with two anthropologists who told them that voodoo's not a big deal and that ghosts are probably not real. And then they spoke to some dude in a tie-dye T-shirt, some white dude, some fucking with a super strong accent. And he's like, "Yeah, my sister did voodoo. It's crazy. I don't like it." Was his aunt or something? Sister? Somebody related to him. He said it was a voodoo person. Yeah. And he tells yeah. that you know, just the very boilerplate kind of. I don't. I wouldn't mess with that. You know, it's not. It's not my. I wouldn't do it. He it's looks very thing. serious. He looks very serious, but he looks like the kind of guy who routinely takes himself too seriously. Mm -hmm. Especially when it comes to stuff he doesn't know anything about, which is voodoo. So, 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 uh, the one of the most challenging parts of the episode is what we've just arrived at in our notes. Uh, do you want to, or should I? I, I can. Um, so they decide to have a voodoo ceremony. Mm. Um, and they get this lady. <laughs> Named Bloody Mary, who is a white woman, and it's a bunch of white people <laughs> doing this. Um, it's a, this this traditionally African American ritual. Mm -hmm. 
performed originally. I'm sure it was not performed in this exact form. This is probably a very modernized version of this ritual. And I did look her up. She's got a website. She's on multiple websites. She calls herself the um, the queen of voodoo. Um, <laughs> excuse Mary. me. Mary. <laughs> hey, what's up? Mary? Um, and she's also a businesswoman yep. with all this voodoo. So she's basically exploiting... A African American tradition. How much do you think this cost the boys? How much do you think this little, Ooh, this little I would ritual like to cost know. them? Because it definitely she's on her she's a business person. She sells this stuff. This mm-hmm. is like a perfor- this is like she performance does, art. She does tours. Oh my god. So I feel like this is the beginning. Later on in the series, Zach and the boys end up um talking to a lot of like psychics for hire and that kind of thing. And I wonder if this is like one of the first ones that they spoke with. It might be. Because there's nothing better for your confirmation bias if you're a ghost hunter than a psychic for hire. Yeah. It's basically cultural appropriation. Uh, and it's like it's like a great confluence of things too with this episode. Like there's this this ritual that's being culturally appropriated and whitewashed. Mm-hmm. There's this the skimming over of slavery. There's this woman of color who who is an expert in her field who was given almost no time to speak. Yeah. There's the fact that they had opportunities to interview a lot of people of color who lived in the area about their experiences and they didn't take any of those opportunities. Nope. They spoke to a white child in this <laughs> restaurant instead of the adults who could actually tell them about living in New Orleans. <laughs> I mean, I can't be too upset because I can be upset, but I feel like I can't be super upset because these guys, the bar is so low with the Ghost Adventures crew. Yeah. That like, they're not journalists. They're basically idiots. It's a travel channel program. This is trying to get you to go to New Orleans is what the the thesis here is. And this ritual, by the way, devolves into utter chaos. The second the Ghost Adventures boys start feeling the goosebumps. Oh my god. Like, it's just all three of them talking over each other and Mary trying to do the ritual and then she gives up on the ritual and starts talking over them about the ghost ghost bumps. Oh, and they take a picture and apparently there's a face in one of the lamplights. You can't see fucking These torches. Oh god, it's It's so so stupid. You can clearly see an eye. An eyebrow. How clearly (laughs) are you talking about, buddy? So that's it. That's the pre-lockdown phase over. We're going to move into the lockdown now. God, I feel like we just watched a whole episode and that's just the introduction. Dude, like fucking, (laughs) we had to pause it at one point and I was like, are we really only 10 minutes into this thing? It was such a slog. Thankfully, things start moving a little bit faster when we get to the lockdown. Yeah. Um, Not too much faster because it starts with the thing that they never do anymore for good fucking reason which is where they sort of run through all the lockdown locations. Yeah. Oh, and, and they do they do uh, say in the beginning that this is the first time ever that a ghost hunting crew has ever been allowed to explore. Is it just the house or is it the whole area? I don't think they specify. Okay. Well, I think he says this place. And it's important to, well, I guess it's good to know that the house is privately owned, the mansion where mm. the plantation owners live. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the rest of the area is owned by the government. It's a state park. It's a state park, yeah. Um, yeah. Which is cool, I guess. Like, because that mm-hmm. at least... That, preserves that the history. Preserves the history. The horrific history. It keeps people from, you know, taking the shackles off the porch and putting them in the, oh, in the basement. The, the lockdown begins with <laughs> a knocking sound. This is so funny. It's an old house and it's raining really hard outside. Come <laughs> yeah. on, guys. Um, they hear an EVP that says, well, what they think says, go back. And okay, what's funny about this is that Zach immediately leaps to the story we heard earlier about the slave master um, dealing with the Union soldiers. And he's like, is this 
what Mr. Miller told the U- the, the Union soldiers? What? I, get, I mean, maybe. He and, might have said that. <laughs> and Zach freaks out. They're doing the EMF readers. <laughs> He's this is great. talking about how it's, oh, it's steady at four. It's steady at four. And then it drops to zero. And, and he then, freaks out. Okay, Aaron freaks. No, no, Nick freaks out. He and when the chills. When Nick freaks out, then Zach totally loses it. And then they hear a loud noise that sounds like a gnaw. Aaron starts to feel dizzy. They, he gets a head rush. By the way, he's going upstairs while he's getting his head rush. <laughs> yeah, this is when Aaron has, has, has previously exhibited signs of a heart attack. So, so. so, so Aaron's not in, in the tip-top uh, health condition right now. Right. Um, they hear a hello, uh, which <laughs> kind of sounds like a meow. Um, and then they walk into the attic. Oh, this is the best. Oh, they, they so go, good. So they... they well, okay, so so I said it was an attic at the time, but now that I'm thinking about it, they went in through a bedroom, so I think this is just a crawl space. Oh, okay. I well, it kind of looks like an attic. It's got, like, the uh, the beams. For sure it's being used like an attic. Yeah. And one of the main uses is that this woman who lives here is storing some produce here. They look like gourds. Yeah, that's a gourd of some kind. But apparently, Zach Beggins has never seen a gourd in his he life. He has never seen this kind of gourd. He he calls them alien eggs. He says, <laughs> "He says, what are these? Where are we? What do I feel like? I'm in somewhere I'm not supposed to be." <laughs> this is. This he is, says. He says, "Quote: Is it voodoo?" This is the kind of ghost adventures content that I'm here for. Is oh, Zach doing God. something totally innocuous and freaking out about it? Yeah. I wish the rest of it could be this innocent. And they see, like, some green light outside, which... It's a car headlight. It's a car It's a thousand percent a car headlight. It's moving very smoothly, and it takes, like, a, a turn the way a car mm-hmm. headlight does. They enter into a bedroom. Um, they hear more bangs and knocks. And then they go down to the basement. Oh, boy. This is where it gets... Oh, boy. <laughs> like, I can't believe I'm even watching them do this. Like... So the dudes, it's unbelievable. They sit down and they put their ankles in the shackles. <laughs> that literal slaves had to were forced into. Like that is so disgusting. Get the fuck off. Yeah, those. guys, come on. And the, the, while they're in here, they repeatedly freak out about EVPs. Um, and then they, and then they, when they get back up, they're like, I saw Aaron, like, you know, he's, he's wincing because his ankles or knees hurt or whatever from doing that. And it's like, yeah, real people actually had to do that. Maybe you could like talk about that for a little bit <laughs> instead of just like exploiting this as like a toy, a torture toy when it literally was a torturous device. One of the things that they say as they're leaving this thing is if you want to follow us, go for it. <laughs> So after they leave the house, uh, they capture, apparently, a man shouting, and it kind of sounds like, oh! Uh, (laughs) And then um, they also, one of the cameras uh, catches what they call eerie music. It just kind of sounds like... It's like... Like oscillating one level or one note and then the other, and then going back up to the other, and then going... It's kind of like a windy sound. So again, it was raining outside. <laughs> like really hard. We yeah. should know. Like it was really coming down out there. And there was thunder and lightning, all kinds of stuff. There's that a lot of buildings. There's a chance that the wind could have been blowing through something that made that noise. Um, then they make it to um, this cabin where the light goes off and on. I mean, what fucking whatever. It could just be on a timer. It could be a light that's flickering off and on because it's dying. (laughs) Yeah. Or it could be a bad connect. Like, this is a fucking. 
This is a house that was, it did not have electrical fixtures in it when it was built. And it appeared, with the video footage, it appears that the light is responding to Zach's commands. Yeah. But you could have edited out so the, much more of the footage where it was not. There's this wild thing called a coincidence. Yeah. That happens <laughs> a lot. Yeah. Ranger Dusty does not give a shit about this light. When he's letting Zach in, he looks like he sounds like he's desperate to not be talking about this anymore. And then he just kind of like gives in to their. He's like, yeah, they say it's a ghost. A Lulu. Yeah, they call it a Lulu. It's a ghost. That's one of the funniest parts of the show is he says, yeah, the locals call it a Lulu. And Zach says, a Lulu? What's that? And Dusty goes, a ghost. (laughs) (laughs) Totally nonplussed. Yeah. Um, So Zach uh, ends up going into one of the slave cabins. Um, with can, Aaron. Can I just say real fast that the rest of this episode is Zach and Aaron. Nothing fucking happens to Nick <laughs> while he's in the hospital. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> Zach has a voodoo doll oh, that Bloody man. Mary gave him. <laughs> and, <laughs> God. um, so he ends up putting the doll on the floor. Um, and doesn't he have Aaron sit in that room with the doll? Yes. God, yes. he constantly commands Aaron to go in by himself in this episode. I feel like stuff starts happening to these two, like, immediately yeah. in this part. It is. Yeah, that is definitely true. Um, So, Zach, the thing that starts it is Zach feels a tapping on his chair. <laughs> and he does a little jig. Yeah, he, he, does, he does a little, a little jig, jig a, scary, a scared jig. Uh, and Aaron heard the tapping, and you can actually hear tapping on the um, audio. A um, chair, I don't know. Mm, whatever. Uh, and then Zach loses his patience and he yells, Do some voodoo magic on us! <laughs> Even for him, that one is... That's something, isn't it? Ugh, God. Um, and he's, he's like, you know, telling Aaron to just sit in there for a minute. Like, one of the things that's, that Aaron yells about yeah. this is, It's no fucking joke, man! And he tells him, you don't talk voodoo. At one, b- before that, he, he's yelling. It, well, no, Aaron tells him that, right? Yeah. And then Zach starts yelling. He says, I'm not taunting you. I'm just yelling. I'm speaking loudly. <laughs> it reminds me of uh, in the movie Clue when people tell, <laughs> tell the butler, stop yelling. And he says, I'm not shouting. All right. I'm shouting. I'm shouting. I'm shouting. Oh. Shout out to Tim Curry. What's up, Tim? Yeah. Um. He probably doesn't listen to this show. Yeah. <laughs> who, if if you could find out there was one celebrity who's listening to Insanely Haunted, who would you want it to be? Man, I don't know. For me? Yeah. It's Aaron Goodwin from Ghost Adventures. He'd probably feel really good about it. <laughs> yeah. Because I think, I mean, we all know Zach's a big bully. And we hate on Zach a lot because of it. And we love Aaron. Aaron's great. I mean, Aaron is kind of ignorant about stuff. Yeah, they're all ignorant about but, stuff. But Aaron is generally, like, nice Unjustly to the ignorant about stuff. Like, you could fucking look this shit up, guys. They even Google something in this episode and still don't come back with a full understanding of it. No. Because they just, like, skimmed over it. Oh, man, this part's great. So they start hearing some <sighs> screaming, and then they play it back with the enhanced audio. I don't know if y'all have... If you listening to this have ever lived somewhere that has a coyote population. But that's exactly what this sounds like. 
It is. is like a bunch of coyotes freaking out about something in the nighttime, which they do. They just go crazy every once in a while. We have coyote uh, packs every so often pass by. Um... Is it coyote? Have I been saying it wrong? Yeah, it's coyote. God damn it. You don't pronounce the E. Well, f- <laughs> well fuck me then. Um, we, we get coyote packs pass by every so often, especially in the summer. And they basically just are yipping all together. It's really cute, actually. They're probably eating something, which is sad, but... <laughs> Oh yeah, watch 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 your cats and yeah, small do, critters. Hey, they will eat them. If you live in coyote country, do not like make sure your cat is an inside cat. Please. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, uh, and before this, the, these these quote chants. Um, Aaron says something where you think it's coming from the right place, but it comes off really just not good. He oh, says. Man. He's, he's talking to the, the slave ghosts. He says, times are different now. There is no slavery now. <gasps> I'm sorry you had to go through that. Buddy. But it's, it's, he says it like in a way that's like, I'm sorry, man, but you know. Yeah, it's kind of like, hey, chill out, man. Yeah, that's exactly what like, it sounds like. Off. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. So, uh, Aaron, we love you. We but, love you, buddy. Try harder. But. Yeah. Uh, after this, Zach decides that he's gonna he's gonna finish the ritual uh, in the way that Bloody Mary told him to, which is to unwrap the voodoo doll, unravel the voodoo doll to sort of release the curse. He basically tears it apart. And and he says this like he's being Mister Fucking Worldwide over here, like he's the cultured man about town. And it's funny because I think that he hears something as he's doing it, and he turns around really quickly and he says you sure we're supposed to unravel this thing? And then it just, like, cuts away from him. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then, like, in the closing credits, he just... One of the phrases I wrote down, because it really bothered, bothered me, was he's, he said the phrase, angry spirits of slaves. Hmm. It's like, you didn't even... You, didn't, you guys didn't even go into what they had to deal with. Like, you just... it, it Like, it, he's kind of trying to paint them as these, like, evil voodoo angry you angry know. spirits like like restless like hungry ghosts or whatever and not like not like actually you know, fucking kidnapped people giving any thought to the gravity of the situation well that's it that, i mean that's just it though like that's that's what that's... this whole thing that's what this whole white privilege thing is is that like these these boys have no benchmark for this like they don't they're so removed from it not only by history but by the fact that they they Fucking don't identify with these people. Not one bit. This is like a, it's like a cultural footnote to them. It's not, it's not like, it's not real to them. Well, and it seems. to me, it seems like they haven't, I mean, it's just really. It's a challenging episode. Like, there's some funny parts of it. And I guess it's kind of darkly humorous that they're recreating this, quote, air quotes, voodoo ritual. But boy, this is just a tough one. <laughs> And I'm sorry. Hey, if you got bummed out by this, I'm I'm genuinely sorry. Um, hopefully, listening to us talk about it helped a little bit. Also, we are both uh, white passing at white, the very least. Well, I'm white. Max is white passing. <gasps> um, if we ever say anything that we that that upsets anyone, oh, dude, please call us out. Please let us know for sure. Um, like, we we're interested. We want this to be. We want this to be inclusive, you know? Like, we're not trying to be insensitive here. 
And I mean, I know you can't please everybody all the time, but we, we want to make sure that we're not producing something that's like actively harmful to people. Right. And like, I grew up in a white bubble. Uh, Max grew up in a white bubble. Like literally, Jeez. we're from the Midwest. Hey, howdy, and y'all. The the Central America, not Central America. Uh, the center. <laughs> what do you? The United States. Interior, interior in- West. I think that's what you call it. And we're it's almost like the Midwest. We're continuously learning on how to be better allies. Um, and we want to be better allies. So if we ever say anything that. Um, isn't correct or is insensitive even though we don't mean to we understand that doesn't matter so please let us know yeah for sure because we want to improve um if there's anything going on here that we can improve we want to improve it and it's really it's it's um it's it can be challenging because we're dealing with a very insensitive tv show for sure and so it's really hard to tackle these subjects in a way that we can be certain yeah isn't harmful yeah because the the fucking source material we're working with did not make that check at all. Right. This fucking ghost hunting show. Uh, this is just it's this fucking ghost hunting show. Like, so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh boy. Okay. Well, let's shake that off oh, as man. best we can. Um. What do you think the the best part of this oh. episode was? Oh God. <laughs> I think um, it was Dusty losing his patience with the boys. Honestly, like when he when he says it's a ghost. Like just to get, just to <laughs> shut Zach up. Um, man, I kind of want to. I mean, it, it it was a bad time watching it. It was a very bad time Are you about watching to say it. the voodoo ritual. Yeah, the voodoo ritual because it was so. It was so outrageous as to be funny, like not from a uh not from a like oh voodoo is so silly perspective. Right. Just like what are these fucking people doing? Yeah, it's like watching a car wreck. It's, it's it's like watching a baby behind the wheel of an eighteen wheeler. Um, it was just really bad. It was a bad. It was a bad episode. Not in that um, we didn't get anything out of this. It was entertaining to to, to make fun of, but and it was we just learned, we learned about voodoo. We actually learned some stuff about voodoo. Yeah. So there's that. Yeah. Well, do some research on it. It's cool. It's the, interesting. The cool thing about Ghost Adventures, well, one thing is um, where the boys don't do research. You, you can. You can. <laughs> you can get in there and do some, do some fucking, uh, what's it called? Independent study. Yeah. That's your assignment. Get to adventures. learn cultures that they don't want to bother with. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can feel more cultured than Zach Bagans. And I know that's a low bar. But it feels nice to accomplish something, right? So that's that. That's that episode. Fuck um, that. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, but don't, not, but I wouldn't say fuck you. Because thank you for yeah, listening. Thank you for listening and, and get, getting through this with us. Yeah, thanks for listening getting through this with us. Um, I feel like I'm covered in vomit. Yeah, I just feel gross. <laughs> I just feel nasty. I'm not, but that's what I feel like. You know how like when you go to someone's house and they haven't cleaned in a long time and after you leave the house, it's like you got, you just got like a film. A grime, you just yeah. just got grime on you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thanks for listening again. Uh, we're a very new podcast, so reviews on iTunes are always very helpful to help us uh, get discovered by other folks who are fans of Ghost Adventures. And if you know someone who's a fan of Ghost Adventures, why don't you introduce them to this show? Because mm-hmm. I, I think I think people will enjoy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and if you're new to Ghost Adventures, you should balance these uh, preliminary episodes, like the first few seasons, with the much later 
um, they, seasons. They, they do actually get better at this. Well, I, uh, I would be very... You have to like be filming. detailed with what you're saying gets better. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> they get better at, like, filming and making a television show that's entertaining. Producing. They get better at production. Yeah, production value goes up. Um, they don't really get any smarter. Or more respectful. No. Like, we just watched an episode from season 11 where... Aaron um, hears the voice box say something. He says, whoa, did you hear that? Blah, blah, blah. And then the voice box says, whoa. And he says, whoa, it just, it just said, whoa. And I said, whoa. <laughs> it was really good. It was Every enough. season has, has a couple of moments that are just such standouts. Yeah. That it, it just makes the show a joy to watch. There is a reason we watch this show. Yeah. Well, it's to make fun of them and also, well, to get a laugh. And also, oh, we like spooky things. Yeah. And then also, I get to see different places. That's cool. So, uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes or on Stitcher. We are mm-hmm. at insanelyhauntedpodcast.com, I think. Is that mm-hmm. true? Yeah. I always, literally every podcast I'm on, I forget what the fucking website is. We also have a Tumblr. It's insanelyhauntedpodcast.tumblr.com. We have a Facebook insanely haunted podcast insanely haunted a ghost adventures podcast that's what it was on facebook yeah um i do two other shows i have a uh, recap series called zenkai boost where i do exactly this but with the anime dragon ball z kai which is a recut remaster of the original dragon ball z if you were a fan of that when you were growing up kai will be a breath of fresh air because they cut out all the bad parts and then i do another show with my friend emmy uh that is Again, an anime recap show. Boy, I sound like a real weeb when I talk about this shit. Uh, an anime recap show for my new favorite show, My Hero Academia. Really, really good television in its second season right now. So we are pretty excited to get caught up uh, in our recaps. You can find those on Facebook too. Zenkai Boost, a uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai fan cast, and Plus Ultra, My Hero Academia podcast. They're really good. They're they're pretty fun. They're funny. They're funny. Yeah. Um, typically a lot more lighthearted than this one because yeah. we don't really have to deal with uh, racism or misogyny or anything like that. Yeah, we're we're gonna get a little misogynistic in plus ultra, unfortunately. Anime is not very really? good. Anime is not very great about how it treats women. Uh, even still even, today, even the good ones is the is the thing. Even it. the good ones. So. You got that to look forward to if you if you tune into the rest of my podcasting empire. Um, I think that's about it. Yeah. Our our logo was designed by Leandra. Thank you, Leandra. Thank you, Leandra. It's really cool. She made it for us. Maybe we'll have her next time. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Yeah, me too. Hopefully, it won't be as painful to watch as this one was. Mm-hmm. Uh, if uh, if wishes were horses, um, what? I, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember the rest of this old-timey what? phrase. Something about it, we'd all be eating steak tonight or something like that. Okay. Okay. Heard it on an episode of Firefly. Oh, we never talked about Zach's attire. It's oh, the same. it's the same. It's, it's the, the same. same. It, like, like never changes. He looks like a fucking asshole. What was his hair? <laughs> he had out that, he, he or had, was it up? It was out, not okay, up. Okay. All right. He learns later so, on. So I wonder when that's going to change. What, what season? I'm Maybe three. so excited to find out with you. Yeah, me too. We have a lot of episodes to get through on the season. It's a long fucking There's show. Three discs. Cool. Well, <laughs> well, uh, I just had a, a feeling of like, God, when will this end? Wait, yeah. What? What have we fucking chained ourselves to here? Uh, 
<laughs> well, thanks for listening one more time. My name's Max. I'm Cassie. And you just heard a, a Class A EVP. EVP.